on RSN Sunday Central. Talking trots. And then came Torrid Saint for the back. Old Town Road from Triple Eight as they head down the back straight. 600 metres left to travel. And copy that running along but held together from Cranbourne. The outside Major Meister under pressure. I cast no shadow coming with its run. And then came Mac Dan. Rock and Roll Doos winding up with Triple Eight. Off the back in 28-8 for the third quarter. And it's copy that two metres. I cast no shadow went to second. Then came Cranbourne. But copy that goes into overdrive the Kiwi. Into the straight he travels well three metres. Triple Eight's coming with a run. It's copy that in front. Triple Eight trying to gun it down but copy that is clear. And it's the real copy that tonight. Copy that and Blair Orange win the cup. Second home. Honolulu. That's copy that taking out the Petstock uh, Ballarat Pacing Cup at Group 1 level last night. Joining me for a, a review on the racing from Ballarat and a look towards racing at Geelong this afternoon is Rob Orber. Rob, a very good morning to you. Yeah, very good morning to you, Brendan. Uh, it was a fantastic night uh, at Ballarat. Once again, congratulations to uh, the Ballarat Harness Racing Club and to Paul Rouse, who also uh, the CEO there was... Uh, 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 given a uh, life membership of the club there last night for his services. So uh, well done to Paul. And they hosted a fantastic uh, race meeting. And we saw the Ballarat Pacing Cup last night where uh, the cream rose to the top and copied that. who's been uh, a wonderful horse over in New Zealand. We've seen him here uh, in Melbourne before where, unfortunately, he never performed at his best. But he was at his best last night. He looked outstanding going out onto the track. He led, and he was just too good. He returned a mile rate of 156.2 in that Ballarat Cup, uh, leading throughout. There were some big runs in the race. Honolulu Bay, who finished second, came from last, was uh, saving ground along the pegs, and the passage weaved through by David Moran at the second spot. Triple Eight, a bit of a veteran for Jess Tubbs and Greg Sugars, did a great job last night in finishing third. Mac Dan was fourth, was also very solid. And the other Kiwi, Old Town Road, uh, he's only a horse that's had 14, 15 starts now, and uh, he didn't have a lot of luck last night, and I thought his performance was very good along with Torrid Saint. A few disappointing runs. Cranbourne, who uh, started one of the favourites of the race, uh, sat behind the leader, just didn't finish it off the last 100 metres. I cast no shadow into the minion winner. Had a good trip, but just, again, uh, didn't finish off the race. Max Delight couldn't get into it. And Rock and Roll Do and Major Meister, both horses that were very heavily fancied, uh, performed well below their best last night. But it was all about copy that, and it was good to see Blair Orange, uh, one of the uh, New Zealand stars, as a driver coming here and, and producing his uh, special drive uh, in the win. And he'll be one of the favourites for the Hunter Cup. Yep, he's into $3.50 now and Hunter Cup favourite. Uh, but, uh, Rob, if you knew he was going to bring that New Zealand form, he would have been a $2.90, $2.50 sort of chance. It was just the unknown that he hadn't uh, uh, really produced what we're seeing of him in New Zealand, the dual New Zealand Cup, when it produced that sort of form here in Australia. And rock and roll do finish towards the back of the field. Anthony Butt had the reins last night after the, the injury to Michael Stanley. He just never seemed to relax at all. He was always fighting against Anthony, even when they were running along at some some reasonable splits. Yeah, look, uh, firstly on copy of that, you know, he, he got out to really good odds, didn't he? It was $3.90 at the finish. I think they even bet $4 and a little bit better at one stage. You know, it was obviously, you know, you know I sort of heard behind the traps that he, he settled in uh, just a little bit unsettled. And, you know, he was, you know, he's a bit of a boisterous boy these days. He's a stallion and, and at times can be a bit hard to handle. Uh, but even asking that question to Blair Orange last night, he said, look, he, he played up a little bit in the stalls area where he's getting a bit bit on the toe. But once he once he gets the gear on and, and the sulky goes on, he, he knows he's a racehorse. And, 
Uh, it was just good to see him. He looked fantastic going out onto the track, Ray Green, and his uh, stable foreman have done a fantastic job with the horse. And look, we, we know he's a high quality horse. He's won just under 1.5 million now in, in prize money, and uh, he just looked immaculate. And he was just outstanding. He had the draw, he's got the gate speed. Rock and roll do look, you know, I haven't spoken to Michael Stanley, and, you know, obviously, uh, you know, they'll, they'll probably have a look at the horse. I mean, he's just at the moment. For whatever reason, he, he just seems unsettled. He's not racing the way we know that he can. And, again, you know, he's also, uh, you know, a, a stallion. So, you know, it, it could be just he's a little bit unsettled at the moment. So, you know, I'm sure I'm sure the stable will, will have a good look at him. But at the moment, just the way he's gone the last few starts, he, he's probably not at his best by, by a mile. The EB Cochrane Trotters Cup was a feature square, gaining a race on the program. Rob into Dominion winner Just Believe was the one that stayed out of the early battle and was able to score. Yeah, great win. Uh, this horse went through the Inter Dominion series uh, un- undefeated. Won the final. It was a phenomenal performance. Had a little bit of a break. <clears throat> Greg Sugars uh, indicated that you know whatever he was going to do last night. He would improve. He drew the second row. A couple of his main chances, obviously, drew better than just believe. And there was obviously a little question mark whether the run would be just enough uh, to, to get him beaten last night. Just being one run short, but it wasn't. He, he was just outstanding. Uh, Greg summed up the, the speed of the race really well. There was a good early burn up front between uh, Sundon's Courage and and also um, the, uh, the runner-up Elder Baron Zeus. And just believe once they backed off the tempo, went around and took the lead. And he went away, and he won so impressively. He was a, it was a mile rate of 158.5, and you know, Greg said they'll probably back him up next week again and then go into the Great Southern Star, which is uh, in that first weekend of February alongside the Hunter Cup the day before. And just believe, uh, you know, he's just been a wonderful story. He's a seven-year-old. Uh, he came to the stable, and Jess Tubbs has just done a magnificent job with the horse. And he defeated a very brave elder baron Zeus. Uh, he, he was outstanding. He's a horse that's just... You know, it just keeps emerging. He's running the Maori Mile when, when he was outstanding. His run last night was terrific. And again, you know, if you, if you go into the Great Southern Star and Elder Baron Zeus draws one and Just Believe draws ten, uh, all of a sudden we've got a real race on our hands. I'm ready, Jet, uh, the star mare. She's, um, she's going well. Look, you know, she, her run last night was good enough. She's still, I think, off her, off her brilliant best. We've, we've seen her perform better. But she is uh, getting fitter and she'll probably be peaking come Great Southern Star time in a fortnight's time. The old Staten Sundon's Courage ran a great race. Uh, Sleepy Hopeful Beauty and the Faster Metro were all uh, solid enough. But uh, look, all, all honest to just believe, he's, he's also clearly the horse to beat uh, come Great Southern Star Night in the fortnight's time. I thought I was watching a heat of the Bukery 80 there, Rob, first part of that Trotters Cup there last night. They were really burning. It was. It was, uh, it was very entertaining. We, we saw some really competitive racing. They went a pretty quick lead time there, 43-7 for the trotters. It was faster than most of the paces for the night. And uh, they certainly did hum early. And uh, there was obviously, uh, you know, some tactics. People went out there with some pre-race plans, uh, as you know. And sometimes it doesn't come off because there's about two or three other people with the same plan as you do. So, uh, yeah, it was a good race. And um, as I said, just believe, just proving too strong. Important stepping stone in the career of Lock and Var Art this morning. He had a qualifying trial at the Meadowlands. Rob, how did he fare? Yeah, look, uh, Kevin Gordon, uh, the owner of Lock and Var Art, was kind enough, and I'm sure he keeps uh, most of the media people uh, up to date with uh, Lock and Var Art. But he was having his first trial at the Meadowlands. Uh, he won his trial. He won by four lengths. He went a mile rate of 152-1, uh, hard held. Uh, he sat behind the leader. He came off their backs and low and. Uh, 
Lauren Tritton just let him go and, and he just uh, burst away for a very soft win. So he's uh, certainly on track to make his uh, race debut over in America uh, and on his trial uh, this morning, he's well and truly on the way of producing some of the special performances that we've seen here uh, in Australia and particularly here in Victoria. So it's good to hear that uh, he's, he's got over there safely, he's, he's acclimatised and, and the racetrack debut uh, over in the States is not too far away. We'll run through the Courtney Leagues race by race at Geelong this evening. First leg getting underway at uh, 7.29. It's a trot over the 2,100 metres. Scratching for the race is at 12. The tap fixed odds favourite, Shawnee, at $1.60. Uh, Majestic Chick, 7.50. Gaelic Lad at $9, Rob. Yeah, it looks, uh, looks a quaddy leg. I didn't think there was too much depth in most of these quaddy legs tonight. I think if... Uh, I think the best horses, uh, if they have no bad luck, they, they should be winning. Shawnee, really interesting runner. He's uh, he's only had the five lifetime starts. He, he went around at Bendigo when he was first up on Bendigo Cup night in the Harasta Trotters Trot. That was his first run since, since September last year. And, uh, look, he took on horses that were much more high rated, uh, much more seasoned, much more fitter than he was. And uh, he drew barrier one. He was able to lead on that occasion. Look, and he was beaten a half neck by Central Otago, who came off that very strong uh, four-year-old big bread final, uh, where we've just seen winners being produced left, right and centre from those finals. And uh, it was no disgrace for him to get beaten. Uh, He gets into a very winnable race tonight, obviously drawn wide is probably... You know, the little question mark, but if anything, I think probably the draw will suit him even better because he won't be bustled out at the start and he'll just wait for the dust to settle and he should be pressing forward. There's a bit of speed inside him. I mean, Chief Running Cloud uh, does have good gate speed, uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, it'll be interesting. I think they'd be quite content to take a trail on the back of Shawnee. I think he'll be winning tonight from what I saw at... Uh, at Bendigo, looking looking as main dangers uh, for him. Um, look, certainly uh, number ten, Rogue Gentleman. Uh, he's a bit of a rogue. There's no question about that. He, he's a very uh, headstrong type uh, trotter. But Chris Lang, he, he's a brilliant trainer, and he's been working pretty hard to try to get him to rock. The second row draw will certainly help him do that tonight. I can see him running on quite nicely uh, at the finish. Uh, other horses that I give really good hopes to. Uh, uh, certainly Gaelic Lad, who's a, a, a promising type. Uh, he, he went through also the Vic Bread Series from the three-year-old. He takes on older horses here tonight, but he's progressing well. Terry Young does a fantastic job with him. And for fourth uh, in a race, uh, obviously number eight, Majestic Chick, who's uh, always had a bit, bit of a wrap on. She's won seven from 46. She just performed well below her best uh, at the end of her last campaign, but Look, she did chase home some really good horses. Uh, she's first up uh, since August last year, awkward draw. But, look, I, I can't see them beating Shawnee. I think if Shawnee does everything right tonight, uh, he'll be winning, and uh, I think he'll be really hard to beat. So just recapping those numbers, 7, 10, 9 and 8, but clearly 7 on top. Second leg of the quarter, race number 6 is home for the mile of 52 to 56. Paulie D, first up from New Zealand for Matt Craven, $1.55. Key in Cancun, six eight fifty Royal Division. Yeah, again, pretty thin uh, quaddy here, I think. Uh, six Paulie D comes across from New Zealand with Matt Craven stable. Look, he's got a fantastic uh, 
record of imports. Uh, he's come from a good stable. He's uh, he's performed really well over there in much higher grade races. I mean, he's been running in races, you know, with uh, metropolitan prize money. And um, you know, I'd, I'd be shocked to see him uh, not producing a, a good performance first up. Matt's really keen to always uh, showcase his uh, his new uh, horses to the stable, and he's picked the right race here for Paulie D. And I don't think he'd be here if he if he wasn't a nice horse. So I'm expecting him to win. Haven't seen him, uh, and you know, we, we're going a little. On, uh, on trust here, what what uh, what is produced, but I think uh, you know all indications suggest he is clearly the one to beat. Uh, number eight, Kian Cancun, who I thought was really good uh, last start at Charlton, chased home smooth techie and double hunter, finishing third. That was a good quality race. Draws inside the second row, which is not a great help, but again, I think uh, from from a natural ability perspective, clearly the second pick in the race. Four Wingate guy and one Tin Man, both going really well. But they probably take on some uh, some classier-type horses. And Royal Division, who won first up at Hamilton, is a much big step up in grade here today, but certainly shows some promise as well. But, look, I thought six clearly on top. Eight's clearly the second pick in the race, and then four, one, and five for race six. Race number seven, a 41 to 51 over the 2,100 metres. There are no scratchings here. Hamil Demi is the favourite, almost the... One of my relatives with the Scottish accent to say that, Rob, just to make it sound proper. Uh, $2.40, $3.90, Magic Storm, Shark Attack, four eighty. Diego's Diamond, seven fifty. I'm normally okay with the Italian accents, but I'm not really good with the Scottish <laughs> <laughs> one. I'll, I'll, I'll go with Hamill Davey just uh, so I'll feel comfortable. But look, uh, this horse here, uh, I, I clearly think uh, Clinton Welsh has got the best horse in the race. I, I think just the inside second row draw can can be a little bit tricky, as we know. He, he's a bit of a bit of a one pacer, uh, but he's pretty strong. I, I thought he was really good uh, getting uh, he, when, when when finishing second at Geelong last start uh, behind Leonard S. He did all the work. Uh, he follows through Magic Storm who um, is a pretty good beginner. Interesting, Chris Alford had a choice of a couple of drives there and he stuck with Magic Storm, who is first up, uh, or sorry, second up now since um, December last year. He won first up at, uh, at Geelong and that wasn't a, two, uh, you know, a reasonably good quality race. Uh, that was over a mile, so 2,100 tonight. So I'm expecting Magic Storm to lead and Hamill Damien or Clinton will have to just make that choice whether he sits behind the leader or... Uh, try to come off, but I just thought Hamill Damey was the best horse in the race, so I'm going to stick with it. Seven punt for pleasure was an improved run last start, goes up in distance, one magic storm, second up, also goes up in distance. They look the main two dangers in the race, so seven and one, and then I'll put in number four, it takes love, but I, I do like the eight on top, I, I just think uh, any, no bad luck, I, I think it'd be really hard to beat, so eight from seven, one and four. Six minutes off race four for those punting at Hillsville. Uh, race number eight at Geelong tonight is a 57 to 70, 2100 the trip. Sweet Passion, equal favourite with Gillaby Salwood, 260 apiece, 480 Andrew and Idle Pace is a $5 chance roll. Yeah, really good race. Uh, it took a while to try to sort them out. Uh, I think there are three really, oh, maybe four really strong winning chances, but probably, uh, look, I settled for eight ideal pace. Look, he's at $5 at the moment on the tab fixed odds. Really like the look of his horse. He's come across from Tassie. Uh, he had no luck first up at uh, Bendigo. Uh, he, he, he did things wrong. He galloped. Uh, he made up some really good ground. And, you know, he looked like he had plenty of horse left in him. And in that race was Karamar Solomona, who's since come out and won a couple of races. Ran a terrific race again last night at Ballarat. So that form line behind uh, Joe the Bookie, especially Karamar Solomona, is really strong. And I thought his run was terrific. I thought $5... Looks a really good each-way bet there tonight for this horse. So I've tipped him on top. 
Uh, four Jillaby Selwood, three Sweet Passion, both really nice horses. Uh, They've they, uh, got quality about them. Sweet Passion is second up. Thought uh, her, or his run first up at Hamilton was terrific. Looked a little bit uh, on the on the burly side, but he'll only be improved by that run. He'll be hard to beat. Four Jillaby Selwood, both very nice horses. And two, Andrew, who's uh, thereabouts all the time. Uh, he gets a good draw and he'll run a really good race. But look, eight each way on top. Like the value with him. I think three and four and then two for race eight. When I was heading to the start there at Healesville, Rob, you've been calling some greyhound races uh, of late. How do you go calling sausage dogs? That might be a task for you this afternoon in amongst the, the trotting action. Yeah, I, I don't know whether I'm actually calling any dash hound uh, greyhound, or not dogs, <laughs> dogs tonight, sausage dogs, but I know I've got a couple of pony trots, so we'll find out very uh, soon when I get to Geelong whether I've got a, a job to call dash hounds. Uh, they've got a bit of a special... Uh, attraction there tonight uh, i think there'll be quite a few people turning up so uh, yeah we'll uh, be, i'm going into a territory of the unknown so we'll, we'll find <laughs> out how it all shapes out tonight then Oh, the pony trotters always keep you on your toes. That little pony powering along in front and the big pony comes charging down the outside. Rob, if you could, a recap of your corny numbers, please, along with the best bet and a value bet for the program at Beckley Park. OK, 7 and 10 in the first leg, 6 and 8 in the second leg, 1, 2, 4, 7 and 8 in the third leg, 3, 4 and 8 in the final leg for the quaddy tonight. Best bet, making it race 9, number 8, Aviero. Uh, best value, race seven, number eight, Hamel Damey. And I thought there was a value chance in race four, number one, the regulator. That's how I see the program at Beckley Park tonight. Uh, first race uh, kicks off at uh, 5.27. We'll be bringing you all the action for RSN from Beckley Park, Joel. Best of luck tonight, Rob. Thanks, Brendan. Good catching up. Bye.